the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of February 18th. I think I said February, right? I think I did. Uh, hey, it finally stopped raining uh, for a minute. That's It was getting ridiculous out there, right? It's like, now I know what the frosted flakes feel like before I eat them. That's the thought has been in my head for a week. I was like, man, I feel bad for all the soggy cereal I've eaten. That's such a stupid way to start this, but that's honestly what I think about. Um that's also like the weather's going crazy around the world right now. The country is frozen from North Dakota, always frozen, uh, all the way down to Texas. Uh, but everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Everything. We should definitely blame the windmills for freezing. That's that's definitely what we should. The Dutch seem to never have a problem with it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm feeling a little weird. I've been working crazy hours for the last like week or two and i am uh, just kind of coming up for air so if i'm acting a little frantic or whatever that's that's where you're that's what you're hearing so um it's uh, it's always a pleasure to be here with the brains of the operation the man behind the curtain brian baltashevitz i got the name right again how are you it. i'm good jason how are you doing you hang in there you all right i am i don't i apparently you don't need sleep that's the thing that's no. not, it's overrated it's a bad habit you got into in high school, and it's about time you broke it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, I've been doing fine without it, you know? It's, yeah. Colors are a little different now, but, you know. <laughs> I have to say, I'm pleased to see you brought the bandana back. <laughs> I'm very happy to see that. Damn it. Uh, I didn't even think, I've been playing with it. See, this is it's like a fixation. I don't know. I, I, I look cute. I might delete it later. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> I never get away <laughs> With wearing this, because it's because this is quick. If you you know you pull it up over your over your face, I don't. I never use it. I have a mask. Uh, this is just strictly aesthetics, guys. All right, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Brian, you have a good week though outside of making fun of me. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a you know it's been it's been I mean like you it's been busy. There's you know I got a lot of different things happening. Uh, but uh, but think yeah things 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 are you know I mean other than the world being on fire everything's fine. Yeah, it's not on fire. It's underwater. What is going on? <laughs> Uh, that's right. It was on fire six months ago. That's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Australia, Australia is still burning, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think we've just moved past it. We forgot yeah, about it. It's just not the biggest thing in the news. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. Everyone was all pissed off about the burning koala bears, but now they're just, they're very 2020, which is, <laughs> we can only hold the spotlight for so long. Um, we, you know, we, uh, uh, why, why wait around? This is an exciting show. This is a unique show this week. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I, it, because it's near and dear to me as a, as a filmmaker, as someone who works in the, in the business. Um, and we talk a lot about, you know, for the comics and, and people who listen about doing as much as you can outside of just doing stand up uh, or improv or whatever it is, be diverse, get involved in other things, 
make movies. There's no reason everyone isn't, well, I mean, everyone pretty much is, but everyone sh- is telling stories through through pictures and sound, right? Yeah. Like, that's yep. just what everyone should be doing. Now, saying that in a in a, in the uh, small screen is one thing. Um, tackling uh, a feature film is a completely different monumental uh, task. Um, and uh, our guests today did that, and they did an amazing job at it. Um, they are they are friends. They're improvisers. They're, they're actors here in Charlotte, and uh, I, I I can't just sing their praises enough. Uh, the filmmakers of the movie All We Got, which you can uh, see on Amazon Prime, uh, it's great to to see actors uh, in Charlotte doing a movie in Charlotte. It's amazing. Uh, we have two of the filmmakers, a writer producer, PJ Barnes is here, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, the fine, fantastic actress Natasha Adams uh, is also here. She's uh, the they were both stars in the sh- of the show, and uh, I- I'm so thrilled because I because we've known each other for for years. I know you guys as improvisers and and uh, funny people, and you you went and made a beautiful, dramatic, and also funny movie. Congratulations, guys! Thanks for being here. Thank no, thank you, man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. <laughs> you talked, I'm out of breath. I gotta shut up more. I think. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. Right. Keep going. <laughs> I, you know what comes to mind, PJ? Actually, is that you and I had an audition. Was that last summer? Or two summers ago? Do you remember that? Uh, I don't know. We kind of like lost a year in like, in like a Thanos snap blip. So I, I kind of. <laughs> I don't know what the years are anymore. Two years yeah. ago. But yeah. No, we had a, a really good audition, or so we thought. So no. we thought, now they didn't, they didn't, they didn't make it. But we had them laughing, though. We had them laughing. You know, they're, they, um, I'm convinced that to this day, they probably go home and watch that tape for by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have, to, I have to ask, though, did you guys read for the same part? Because if... <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you driving at, man? What are, well, right. I just, I feel like, like if you were reading, what you're saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I kind of don't remember what it was for, actually. If I'm being I, I, some, some commercial. I feel like there were chips involved. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was gambling or something. It was ESPN related, yeah. maybe. I, I can't remember. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was definitely fun to to see you there and to have them put us together for that audition was really cool. Yeah, was uh, and now to find out that not only are you a fine actor and an improviser, but also a filmmaker. So all we got is the name of the film. It's yes, on sir. Amazon Prime. That, how does just just from the top, just from the get go, how does that feel, man? Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, it, it feels it feels really good, man. Uh, it feels uh, feel accomplished. You know, uh, you know, I think. As a filmmaker, I mean, you're as an artist. I think in general, your your main goal is not only put out art, but you don't want, want to put out art for nobody to see. You want people to see it, sure. and you know, or and at least at least uh, to be able to be on a platform that's as accessible as Amazon, so most people have the option to to, to see it. You know, where it, like, like there's no extra paywalls or no extra things you got to sign up through. Yeah. Most people have Amazon, so it's you know it. it in a world where like there's so many things like like fighting for your attention, you know, it, it's right. easy. Out there, that's right. You know, it, it, it's it's cool to have something on a platform. Yeah. That, mm. You bring up a, a a good point that could almost you know was was like a punchline was you want to create art and art that people can see and you you want to perform for people as a yeah. stand up comic. I know a lot about performing in front of nobody. 
you know, yeah. the, the, the bartender and the waitress have heard my set on a number of places and that's about it. So uh, it's a it's a totally valid point. And that is uh, something to be sort of applauded that you you are on such a such a big platform. I, it's just yeah, knocking me out. Um, we do. I, want, I do want to start at the beginning, though, and, and I do want to ask you too, Natasha. I mean, how's it feel? I mean, you're you're an actress on in a movie on Amazon Prime right now. Isn't that how's crazy? I can't even believe it. Like, <laughs> it's so cool. Like, I, I'm so excited and happy that um, I was brought on. You know, PJ had me be a part of this really awesome, beautiful project. Like, it was not only fun to do, but it had an impact on my life personally and. My mom and I speak again because of this. Like, is that right? Really? Yeah, I haven't yeah. spoken to her in years, and so yeah, I don't want to get. Are too you kidding me? <laughs> I was just talking because before we started recording, I was just saying I was like, you you are such an emotional component uh, of this movie. It was really kind of heart wrenching and also very funny. Like those characters, I think are. And now to find out that this is really you, you, you took some of this. The experience home and, and change yeah. your life. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I really related to my, to Renee in a lot of ways. Um, and I think because of that, it, I don't know, just kind of made me, you know, put away the pride and, you know, have those yeah. conversations. E easier said than done. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, what, uh, what better year uh, for this project to come out than, you know, what we've all sort of been in the grant the macro level everyone's been having this similar experience and yeah i can see people you know looking at themselves and making like changes like that you know uh this is yeah it's knocking me out uh, but i was uh, what i was about to say was we we'd like to start at the beginning i kind of i like to know origin stories of things now pj you you wrote this you wrote the first draft you said yeah yes sir uh me and my uh so initially so uh, initially this this came from me and my uh my best friend Keith Wellborn, uh, my partner at Scoop TV. We wanted to create a project. Like I've, I've always just like loved talent, and so I was like, "Man, Keith, we got to make something." You know, I want to do something with me, you, Natasha, and Alicia. I don't care what it is, but we, like we got to do a project with the four of us because I want to utilize that. And at the time, just the way my brain works, I was like, oh, "Man, like what if we're like these Western bandits hiding out in a house?" <laughs> You know what I mean? And it all takes place at one night and, and, and we're on the one from the law. He's like, PJ, I don't know if you have the budget for that. I was like, you're right. Let's, let's bring it back. You know? So, I saw, I don't think that was a different movie. No, no, no. That's, that's, a, that's a sequel, you know? <laughs> There's Easter eggs in there leading to the Western. <laughs> there it is. But no, uh, then he was like, you know, let's, let's just do something simple. Let's just do something about family. And I was like, yeah, that, okay, yeah. And so... You know, family is something everybody has, you know, uh, and just, just just being able to take uh, take uh, from from my own person or, or like like I, I took from members of my family who like they reminded me of. And then but as the project grew, I, I would see more and more. OK, this is not just a story that I can relate to. This is a universal story that everybody can relate to, you know, um, one thing that we discovered, I think, through through the project is um, through all the conflicts that the characters had, um, we always wanted to make sure that as the, the audience can always see where everybody was coming from. You know what I mean? And so, like, and 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 I think that's one 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 thing that's hard for people to do when they're having tough conversations is to see 
is to see something from somebody else's point of view, you know, as, as, opposed, as opposed to just seeing it from, 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 from your own. And so just wanted to make a character piece uh, with, with, with some talented actors. To start off, wanted to do, do, do a short film. The longer COVID lasted, the longer the script got in. Got, got in. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, that, that was the basis of it. And, and just, uh, you know, it started off as a story about uh, these characters trying to save their mom's house. And then it grew into like uh, a, a, a larger story about bringing the bar in. And then we realized, mm-hmm. you know, this is a story not about the house or the bar. It's more a story about the family and their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so throughout the whole uh, quarantine, the initial quarantine, we, we would do zoom table reads and just really just talk about our characters, talk about our backstories. We would texting and, and talk to each other individually. And, and, and it was really important to us um, how each individual sibling connected with one each other. Cause each individual relationship between each one is, is, is as important as, as the collective. So. Yeah. I, uh, you, you brought up how you want to see, see things from everybody's perspective. And I'll, I'll use the, your two characters, Flip and Renee, your first introduction to them and who you, your, the, your, their arc, I should say, by the end and getting to see inside of why some of their decisions have been made, learning a little bit about their past and all that. Suddenly, when you want to judge and you want to sort of draw an opinion on them, you, as the story goes, you're learning more, more about them and that, that hard opinion softens uh, quite a bit, you know, especially when you get to the end and you see that that while you've got some who are these aspiring, you know, brothers and sisters, and some who, who are less so, they all kind of end up on that level playing field to some degree. At the end. It's, it's just well done in terms of the writing of it, you know, it, of course, performance and everything else, but it's just really smartly done. And you're right, I think, you know, I have, I have, uh, you know, I'm the youngest of five, so the idea of multiple personalities and, and different sort of ranges of who these people, I can appreciate how complicated of those relationships can be and how they're all different. So uh, really, really well done. And, and it sounds like uh, from what Natasha said earlier that you, you did allow, as you said, you did zoom reading stuff. You allowed the actors to kind of take hold of a lot of these characters. Absolutely. You know, again, from like, like, like from the beginning, it, it was about working with these actors and, 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 you know, there's, there's, so, I mean, my whole thing in, in art has, has, has trying to build platforms, you know, for us, especially again, uh, if I see somebody as talented as Alicia or Natasha and I'm like, man, they're like, like, like they are super talented. There has to be a way to get their voice out there. Here's a way, you know? And so when it comes to, to the creative process and then when I see them connecting with their characters, I'm like, like I'm like if 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 I see that you connected enough with the character where where you start having opinions for the character, then I'm like then my job is done and you've taken that into your own thing. And so, uh, I I just wanted to kind of create that uh, that that relationship between the actors that kind of would would carry on into the screen. It, it's just mm-hmm. just a trust in everybody's process, just a trust in uh, in all of our decisions uh, that 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 we made for our characters, so that by the time we got to filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything would just kind of play out. I find, I find independent films still, cause I, you know, I was uh, sort of a nineties person when it seemed like independent films were, were that was the heyday. It feels yeah. like there's an opportunity now for more indie, indie films to come through. And I, I want to ask you, Natasha, 
I mean, have you done a, a feature film before? Is this your first feature? Not obviously not as an actress, but I mean that that was that daunting to you? Was that I? I this is my first feature film, and I feel so lucky to have been in all we got as my first feature film because, like, not only do I love the story, but I love the people that I was working with, you know. And then we had all this freedom to just really dive in and find things about our character. And, and like, I know there were times when I would struggle with certain things that I just couldn't relate to with Renee. Mm -hmm. And because I have this friendship with PJ, I'm able to talk to him and he's able to help kind of guide me in the right direction, which was really awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, when you, when you work with someone like PJ, it's, really amazing because he wears so many different hats mm -hmm. and along that you kind of like learn a little you know you learn a little bit of everything through him which which is really cool like <laughs> it's so okay. cool. even though that's somebody you've you've known right now yeah, I, yeah. I, do you think that uh you know i have to assume that the answer is yes but i would love to hear your sort of take on it that your improv sort of background how much do you think that informed some of this Oh, I've, a lot of it because, you know, PJ and I, we met through improv. Um, but speaking of improv, I feel like when it came to improv, it gave me the the courage to just be able to, like, be free and not care about what everybody else thinks about that. Like, it, it I don't know. It, it's, it's, there's something about improv that it, it just, like, it gives you this confidence and and when again when you work with people who allow you to make all these choices you just go crazy you know yeah. <laughs> like you might need to reel me in sometimes you know like yeah. i'd rather have to be reeled in than be like no we want more we want more we want more i'm i'm embarrassed to bring up that i'm just you know this much improv in my in my background and and from what i kind of took from some of it was just what you're saying freedom to trust that the people around you are going to be there to help you that they're going yeah. to you know you're not the, the net's there uh, you know they're not going to let you let you fall you make a right. decision we're going to go with it and luckily with film you can also go cut can we do that again without that without whatever that was? <laughs> you know i do this much acting too and i've certainly heard that before like no nope, all right that's all different. <laughs> Uh, was there ever, uh, you know, a direction that not into a specific actor, but in, that you saw, you know, the direction something was going, and you say, no, we got that's that's not working. We got to change it up. Like, I'm curious of, of what were some of the challenges that you guys faced that you had to, you know, pump the brakes or make some creative decisions that turned out to be great, you know, for the story. I think um, I think the biggest one would probably be be the end of the movie. Uh, we completely rewrote and reshot the ending of the movie. Uh, uh, you had reshoots? That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, so many reshoots. It's worth it, guys. Let's we come back. Go back out and do it again. Oh, you know? wow. uh, <laughs> That's the right there. That's awesome. Yes, sir. No, but yeah, so like, uh, at one point, Kristen's character moved back, uh, moved back home. Uh, so it was a happy ending, but it was like a cookie cutter happy ending, you know, mm -hmm. like 
we wanted to find another way to get there, you know? Like, if if Kristen's character moves back home, does her, did her character really progress or did she regress? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She, sure. she, she, she goes back home initially to check on her family and she expects them to be okay with each other and she gets back there and it's a mess. So we think, we, we figured for her arc, um, it'd be best for her to 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 come to terms with her family, to go home, address all the demons, and still be able to go back home and do and continue her her path with her siblings being okay with it and not feeling abandoned, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they and, and then so 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 then that 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 led to the whole the growth of her starting her own business, you know, taking some of the money they got to, to start her own business, and the siblings kind of getting kind of like getting on, getting clean, getting, um, on, on their own accord and then going out there and actually seeing, seeing their sister and then beginning the whole, you know, what's presumed to be the rest of their lives, you know, where, where, where she comes home for the holidays and then mm-hmm. they come and visit, which is more of what, 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 what family needs to be, where it's not necessarily, she needs to be home for them to be a family. Their relationship is, is, is what's, what's the strongest. Yeah, it's stronger so, than that, right? It just felt—it felt like a more realistic. Uh, absolutely. That, that, in my opinion, if it was just like everyone moves home and we're all fine, and then we run a successful yeah. bar in years, or what, you know, yeah, they, um, like like it, it, it ended where they were all celebrating at the bar, and they all got the bar back, and everything all was, was all cookie cutter. And I, I, I think I might have put some of those like shots and scenes and like the credits, you know, for like mm-hmm. you know just like extra stuff in there, but. Yeah, just to kind of make it where like we don't know, it's more realistic, you know. Let's let, let's let's like real life doesn't work out like the movies, even though this is a movie. You know, we want to we want to try to imitate life as as much as we can. Man, that's I, I and I think you guys did a, a great job of that. Uh, did you did you edit as well? Yeah, I did a lot of the editing. Uh, there, I mean, th- there's probably like four or five of us, at, but I mean, I, I would say say the okay. bulk of um, I did. I learned a lot. Um, I learned some new things. I learned some. <laughs> the grin on your face. I wish that. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was, <laughs> I'm just like all the hours there and like, oh, sound design. Oh, I, I, I like sound design. This one scene really good. That's all I need. <laughs> if somebody has surround sound, this one scene is going to hit, you know. But uh, yeah. no. Um, it, yeah. So I, I, I've been editing since high school. Uh, you know, um, my, uh, buddy Dre helped out, uh, Keith, Keith, Keith helped at a few, a few scenes. Uh, we had my buddy, my boy Brenton, uh, do some of the effects of like the cell phone ringing, mm-hmm. uh, and popping up those effects. And actually in the funeral scene, the picture of our mom is not there in real life. That's all CGI. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know how we're gonna do this, and he's like, I think I can do that. And he was like, I and I was like, Oh my god, it works. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, See, that's the stuff to me that may, that is most exciting about about this is finding those problems, finding those those things, and solving them. Filmmaking yeah. is problem solving. That, that, Absolutely, that's that's what it is. Uh, Brian, you were gonna jump in on something there. Yeah, there's. Uh, I've got. I've got several things, but first of all, what you guys have accomplished absolutely fills me with rage in the best way possible. <laughs> I am so insanely jealous of what you guys have done. It's. It's. It, it, it looks great. Um, it's a really, really good story. It's well written. 
um, you know, your characters are real. You know, they very much feel real. And that's both for, you know, the writing and also for the performance as well. But there's one particular scene on PG about uh, midway through the project where your character, Flip, who who has some baggage, right? Um, he visits his his father. He confronts his father. And there's an intensity in that scene that's really, I mean, that, you know, you can absolutely feel. And I'm, when you, can you describe the process between when you were kind of writing that scene and when you first envisioned it, knowing yeah. that you were going to have to perform it kind of, where did that come from? Um, man, that, that scene. So, uh, we, so Vern, so Vern is, is Flip's stepfather, you know? Um, and, and so one thing of uh, that in retrospect, like, I, I, I wish I could have painted out like the family tree better. Uh, but so, you know, Kristen, Flip, they have a different father. That's not a picture. Uh, and then Lee and Renee, um, you know, Vern, Vern's their father. So growing up, um, so, so Flip grew up with Vern, the stepdad. So like that's the dad. So that's really the, the only dad he's ever known. And so um, there was a lot of writing of, of the backstory of, 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 a lot, of a lot of pain and conflict between the two of them, you know. Um, Flip's whole thing is he messes everything, like he always messed everything up. Like growing up every single time he had something good, he would mess it up. Uh, he would have a kind of, a, you know, just a, just that step stepfather stepson kind of like clashing, you know, uh, still trying to be the oldest in the house. Uh, and now Vern has his real kids down here, you know, and he doesn't have to worry about Kristen because she's good. It's just this other kid who's not really his kid who, who's a problem. So just growing up, flipped had had a lot of contention there, uh, being kicked out the house. Um, and but but Vern also you know calls uh, flip out on like a lot of his actual problems, you know, and and so. Uh, there's there's there, there's a lot of uh, baggage there. There there's there's a lot of animosity built up, you know. Where um, I even had it in 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 my character story where Flip drives by that house every single day, you know, thinking about doing it, you know, thinking about doing it, mm-hmm. thinking about going in there. But he doesn't do it because his mom's there. And so then uh, when his mom's dead, he's like, now I have no personal excuse, you know. Um, to to not do do this thing that I've been thinking about for for days, and it's it's when Flip gets up there and gets to that moment, it's honestly like like out of all the years I think I've acted in my whole life, um, after doing that scene was probably like I, I, I it had me like the most shaken, you know, because uh, like I felt that rage, um, I felt that this person was like the embodiment of like all the ugly in me, all my problems, and this was it. And it was like, in Flip's head, if I if I get rid of this problem, if I can take this problem out, do all my problems go away? And it's in that moment where he has to realize, he almost has to grow up in that moment, you know what I mean? And, and, and think, this man, like, one, if I shoot him, does he win? Do I become everything that, that he said I am, you know? Right, right. Is this who my mom wanted me to be you know is this am i am i gonna make is, is this the first thing i want to do after my mom passed away you know and so it's all those emotions coming up in that moment and and, and being forced to like see him and and flip even says like i, I think i think i haven't surprised myself by by not doing it 
where I'm like, I got to get out of here and I've just got to beg not to see this man again because I might do something crazy that, that I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll regret later. And so um, I, I know during that scene, uh, <laughs> the actor who plays it name or who, who, who plays Vern, his name is Old Be Good. Old Be Good. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> a great name in the world, you know. And, and from like, from even just looking at his demo reels, I was like, this is our guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this pretty is stoic. our Vern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, so and, he played it pretty, pretty stoic, and, and the, uh, the, the relationship was 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 in his face, was quiet in his face. Like yours was yeah. more raged. The barbs that were coming were coming from these sort of different places. You know what I mean? From a from a loud rage to a to more quiet, like you know, call, calling you out, you calling him out in your own way. It was it was a really interesting. Uh, uh, just I don't know. Good conflict, definitely good conflict there. Yeah, it's a really it's a really powerful scene, and it, it, I thought it was interesting the PJM the way you played it because you could tell Vern knew how to how to push flips buttons. Yeah, and and and, and you can you know when you can see a character change and grow in the middle of a scene that, that that's just powerful writing and and just two Thank really you. powerful performances. That's it's really good stuff. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think that's a good uh, good time. Let's take a quick break. Let's let's pay the bills, and we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, all we got, which you guys can see on uh, Amazon Prime. We'll be right back. Wash your hands. Avoid sick people and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov/covid19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, personalized orthopedic care goes beyond my appointment. Accessible, comprehensive, and compassionate. It's my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Comedy Zone podcast. I'm Jason Allen King. I never introduce myself, Brian. You got to catch me. I got to start saying my name because, you know. It's, I think people know by now. It's the only thing that I do. Again, <laughs> Brian, this is, this is it. Um, we're having this uh, great conversation about the movie All We Got, which you can see on Amazon Prime with the uh, writer, producer, also stars in it, PJ Barnes, the very talented uh, star of it, also uh, Natasha Adams. And uh, we're having a great time talking about this. This is amazing. This is uh, near and dear to my heart as a, as a filmmaker. Um, but I think one of the kind of the heaviest sort of questions uh, in, a, in this movie that I kind of want to get your take on is who does the best funky granny? Oh, oh man. <laughs> That's a good question. Good yeah. Uh, Keith, Keith has a pretty good funky granny, you know, I the whole, like yes. the walker and the, his is, I would say his is my favorite, but because Alicia throws a spin on it. Yeah. Alicia throws a spin Alicia's in my favorite one. She does a little spin and then, you know, he yeah. helped her with the walker, you know, oh, that was that was good. Lee's did at the end at the credits when they, he, he did that where he kept look back at the camera real slow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back there, what you looking for? Yeah, 
so <laughs> little girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you, you guys have a good time on that? You guys have a fun time making it? How long did it take? The, the movie? Uh, uh, so, I mean, we, we started, uh, so the writing process started started in March. We started shooting probably in, in June. Uh, June. Yeah. We, we, we shot most of July. We shot a day here and a day here and a day there until like around like September. And then we edited and for the rest of the year. And then uh, we got it out. Uh, we started, we had, we got it ready to get out at the end of December, early January, and everything started lining up. And we got lucky and got distribution. And yeah, no, it was, uh, it was. Man, you guys, you're leaping hurdles on your, yes. your first out on this is, is spectacular. Thank uh, you, man. And so you guys had, uh, like, I mean, just in general, average crew sides. I mean, if you, especially if you were kind of choppy on when you shot it, which is, you know, let's see. Yeah, more. no, I mean, so if you look, if you look through the credits, you'll see like first sound, second sound, third sound, fourth sound, <laughs> fifth sound, sixth sound. That's <laughs> whoever we had that day, you know? So it was like, we had like a sound guy for, uh, we, we, we had Sean Beck in there for, for a while. And then, uh -huh. and then he got uh on on another gig so i was like all right guys it's time for the rotation game so uh <laughs> at, at, at the very least i mean we would have like two or three crew you know yeah. uh sound guy camera guy uh keith and i would be there so i mean so yeah, three, three yeah to four, maybe. so much uh, uh so many movies are made that way now where it's it's just it's boiled down man it's like yeah you know, I, I, we talk about George Amani that my friend John Schwartz and I do, and and you know, we're we're sometimes it's he and I and one other guy, Eric Murphy, who you know, master of all of all trades, and, and you know, and we, we can get away with it. Uh, now, again, that's us shooting a couple in a day. You guys are shooting a feature, so because challenges <laughs> to that. Uh, uh, what you got, Brian? In our office, I'm Jason. If um, if we were shooting. Or if um, if we were recording this at the Queen City Podcast Network studio, mm -hmm. like literally, if you could go through the wall, our office is maybe what fifteen or twenty feet away from this. Yeah, hey, not too far. You got like right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally, they're right. Like they're in kind of the other part where we're sort of in the annex, and they're kind of. Oh, wow. But like literally, literally, fifteen yeah. feet away, maybe twenty feet away from our office. I'm sure right. they can hear us, and we can hear everything that goes on in their office. But. Uh, so like um you know last year I'd be around um, Ad Venom co-working um I would I might see you guys I'm shooting a little bit you know shooting some stuff around a I can't believe you turned it around so quickly um, <laughs> it's mind-boggling but I think that what you guys did that was really smart as small budget filmmakers is that you didn't try to do anything that was outside of your reach. A lot of the mistakes that small budget filmmakers try to do is they try to put explosions and car chases yeah. and <laughs> cops and things like that in their, yeah. in their um, small budget film. That's just never going to look right. But right. you guys stayed in your bubble, you yeah. know, um, you used uh, locations you had access to, um, you know, your cast is not unwieldy. Your cast is not super large. Um, what did you kind of, as you were writing, um, as you were writing the script and kind of, as you moved along, were you, were you starting that process with these things in mind? Like, um, what locations do I have access to? What can take place yeah. here? Yeah, for the most part. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've gotten really, really, really used to like bare bones, minimalism, minimalistic, just, 
you know, because of, because of that exact thing of, uh, yeah. you know, if you try to do a high, a, a big action film, it's going to look like you have 12 bucks, you know, and <laughs> or, or, yeah. or one of the action apps. And I, yeah. I've, I've done that, you know, it, it, I mean, it works if you're doing like, like a spoof commercial of an action film, you know, but trying to get people to actually buy into the world. I was like, let's, you know, again, I wanted to do crazy Western and keeps like, no, it's a small story. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, it was, um, let's, let's keep a small story where the only location that we had to like, like, okay, can we get this location was, was the bar, you know? And, mm. uh, it, it's just it's just again pulling resources i i i'd met uh perry fowler from um from petra's shooting uh, mm-hmm. uh an interview for him one time uh and i just reached out and you know one of one of the good things about covid it was it was closed down and it was well available <laughs> you know there you go so and smart. we like three different locations so like like the beginning bar and our bar is the same as all that petra's and whatnot and so we just utilize what we had, you know, and, and, but no, I, I just get, I, I've always, I, um, I've, I, 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 I've always trying to write, you know, for, for what I think I can get my hands on, you know, something yeah. Like, yeah. like, because, uh, because I want to shoot it, you know, I, I have plenty of other projects from like, well, when we have a budget, this is the one, you know, but <laughs> That's right. as soon as I can blow some shit up, we're going to, yeah, you're right. In writing and creating a framework, right. That's always easiest. Uh, and, and most of the things that I do with, uh, with filmmaking is if you just say, the the you know the world is your oyster kind of thing that's actually really challenging to to narrow that down on your own if you don't kind of know if you don't have a framework to work in so to me using that to your advantage i think helps get ink on the page and helps you write it and helps you get the the ideas out there and and again it's it's the most fun i've had on movies is were not the biggest budget movies they were the smaller budget big budget movies they just throw money at something and that that's that's not fun filmmaking where you're solving problems. That's yeah. so big and corporate. It's more fun. We have less money. You're like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. What's the interesting way? Cause that to me is where so much of the magic happens. Yeah. You know, when you're, you're solving this problem and something that you would have never done or nothing that's, that would have never happened happens now because you've had to be creative. You know, that's, yeah. I think that's exciting. I, I've always enjoyed just, uh, just, just and I mean I, I've almost had no choice but to only enjoy indie film filmmaking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as opposed to all the other stuff I do. No, but I'm like no, I, I mean I I enjoy those problems, you know. Like like I enjoy getting on set and like figuring out okay, um, this isn't exactly what we had to look here. Oh, but we didn't know that we have this, and we found something else that you know and it ends up working, you know. Um, <laughs> We uh so so uh, Renaissance Jones was uh was uh Renee's boyfriend in in, in the fight scene, yeah. and he showed up. He already like he kind of took his shirt off already, had tats. He started mm-hmm. just uh hitting his vape. Never never asked. I'm like, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, we're just gonna use it. And it sells. He was good. He was good. He was good. He did a very good job. I thought it was yeah. smart how you you did that scene with he and, he and Lee. I thought that was really well done. You're right. Thank you. No, he he actually helped choreograph that. Uh, and, and and I mean one 
one of the great things about being able to do this film is not only with 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 the main cast. Uh, I was able to work with a lot of actors and and and, and people who who, I, who I'd want to work with, uh, who who I had wanted to work with for a while. For example, uh, E. B. Elizabeth Violence in the film. Yeah. I had wanted yeah. I wanted her part of a project for a while. Um, Lachey Nicole, she plays Miss Berenger, the the social worker. You know, super talented okay. actress. You know, so I was just like, oh, and I finally get to use oh, and Tracy Frank. Here we go. So I was getting to use all these people who like I, I'd been who like two years ago. I was like, we'll work on something. We'll work on something, and you know, so just like finally, Your best you know, producer you've ever done right there. You're just like, well, right. yeah, we'll work together. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Like, have your people call my people. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's, that feels good. Again, I've kind of been in this position, you know, to some degree before, and it is nice to to have something that you feel strongly about and proud about, and then bringing other people into the fold. And you're doing something for them, and they're also, you know, helping you out. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, I, I was specifically asking PJ about biggest challenges. Uh, Natasha, biggest biggest challenge for you uh, uh, in, in the story, and and the most fun. What was the most fun moment, and what was the what was the biggest challenge for you? The biggest challenge, let's see. I think the biggest challenge was relating to um, Renee when it came to like losing her kids. Um, I'm just a natural nurturer and caregiver. So that part, Natasha got in the way and was not really allowing myself to really connect to Renee. You know, like how can a mother lose custody of her two kids? Like, I could never, I don't have any kids, but if I did, I'm not going to lose custody of my kid. Like, I, like, how are you making such horrible decisions and choices in life to, it gets to that point. So I feel like that was really hard for me to relate to her. And to pick, piggyback on that, like, like, even, you know, going back to like, like how I wanted the actors to feel comfortable in the role and whatever they're like, Natasha, even like, like, like Renee says, says in the car, you know, how can a mother lose her two kids? You know, that, that wasn't a line that I, I don't think was scripted at all. You know, that was Natasha coming in, but like, but, 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 but being Renee realizing how, did, how did I let this happen? You know? Yeah. And so uh, it, it just like, like, like that line in the movie, like shows that she understands what's happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, that, I that was the hardest. I think that was the hardest part for me. Um, because I, I, I wanted, I almost didn't want to connect with her in that way. Because I'm like, no, ew, I don't like this about her. But I was like, no, I can't, I'm not going to judge her. I need to embrace all of her. So um, mm-hmm. I feel like I did, and um, uh, that was the hardest part. I think the. I was going to say, I, I have to assume overcoming that challenge and and excelling in those scenes has to make them some of your favorite. Sort of work. I mean, right? Isn't it? You know, the, the your hardest yeah. battles are the ones that you you know you come out the other side feeling the best about. It. And and working and and with it, in that scene with Miss Beringer, you know, Lachey is just phenomenal. Like she doesn't have to do anything, and I'm like scared of her. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like she's just so talented. You know, yeah, yeah. No, she was so amazing to work with. She made it really easy. You know what I mean, um, but that that was probably the most difficult. I think the most fun that I had it's between 
sometimes being the boom operator, which I don't even know why that would be fun. <laughs> but my arms start to get a little bold. I'm trying to get them Michelle Obama arms, you know, so it's kind of good. Shooting the stuff um, at the bar when we were all together as a family, cleaning up the bar. I think, like, not only did we have so much fun as characters, but we had so much fun, like, doing that. Like, it was so much, like, I wish that night could be almost every night because, I don't know, we just, we were being stupid. Yeah, and, you were cutting it up. You could tell you could cutting up. That was great. Yeah, I'm like, what is everybody else doing right now? They're quarantining. What are we doing? Shooting a movie? What? Yeah. We all got COVID, by the way. We all are. <laughs> no. <young. laughs> I don't know. It was so fun. It was so, so fun. Like, good. Now, I know you You mentioned again before we started recording that uh, you got all the food there. So, yeah, that's good news. What would you do differently? I mean, some, some, of, the, some of the minutia of filmmaking, these tiny little parts of it that need to get they need to be done so you take care of your crew and your actors and stuff by getting the food there. Someone was supposed to bring the the card this week because that's in this scene, like things like that. How do you manage that? Especially if you're doing it on skip dates. Like, uh, that sounds challenging. Yeah. So, uh, um, like, one thing uh, it, it might be a while before I do again is 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 produce and take as big of a part in front of the camera at the mm -hmm. same time, you know, uh, you know, focusing, you know, folk trying to be in the moment and worrying about the pizza getting there. It's like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's awesome. That you, that's a, yes. That's, that's, that's one of the biggest things is, 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 you know, just pick my battle, you know, um, on, on this one, do I want to be behind the camera? Uh, in, in the scenes or don't want to delegate that to somebody else or or, or or vice versa as opposed unless we have a multi-billion dollar budget you know where i'm like okay all right you guys we can take all the time you want to and uh the pizza pizza's everywhere guys what are you talking about right, you can you hire know? a pizza chef yeah. a pizza chef right you get a pizza you get a pizza but, uh, no um so that um i mean i, I I've, I've learned a lot about uh, distribution and marketing. Um, that's, that's one thing that I, I, I was really trying to uh, look into on, on this and trying to figure out how to get projects out there. Um, mm -hmm. and, 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 and so, so like this, this particular project, you know, we, uh, it was, it was mostly in, 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 in all black cast. And so thinking with, with my business hat on, I'm like, like, we have a niche, you know, there, 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 there's an urban audience for our people. And so like, let's, let's like, even though this is a, 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 a anybody can watch this film, you know, in, 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 in the movie business, you know, you, you have mm -hmm. to figure out what your niche is. You know, everybody wants to say, I want everybody to watch my movie, you know, I'm like, that, that's what we all want. So, but, you know, just, just trying to, trying to put on my business hat on and, and, and figuring out, okay, so like, what's the distribution plan? Who are our target audiences? Do I, uh, when I'm sending ads out, am I sending ads to uh, just everybody or are we sending it out to like targeted people, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and figuring out. And so, um, I think just growing more, I, I think as a producer, you know, um, getting, getting things more in sync, uh, organized, um, you know, things like, like, like on those first on the planned initial 10 days, everything worked kind of okay. 
But then on the nine extra days where everything was like trying to be like, okay, guys, can you film today? Are you are you free tomorrow? We can do this, guys. We can do it. So, I know you're home. You're not doing anything right now. <laughs> so, but I, I, I mean, just with each project, you know, you you try to learn uh, and, and get and get better. Uh, you know, like. Well, are you guys sure. thinking about doing, I mean, you know, you've, you've solved the, to some degree, I'm sure you've got aspirations, of course, you've solved this distribution problem, at least, uh, uh, you know, to some degree, are you going to go to festivals with this? Are you going to try to get this in, in theater? Yeah. What's next? So it, it, it's, 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 it's weird right now because of, uh, you know, COVID and, and, yeah. and, and theaters and, 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 and whatnot, but we're, we are, we have submitted to, to some festivals. Uh, I think, I think, the strategy with this one is to get it out on streaming and then pick up audience with each festival that, that we hit. So then, you know, we'll, we'll go to one festival and get another wave of audiences as opposed to, I think initially we wanted to do the festival run first and then go streaming, but then we'd have to fight the battle. Like, yeah, remember that movie you saw back in March? Come on, it's now available. Please like, you know, uh, as opposed to like, here it is now. Go watching that, you know, it's available in town, so. Well, I'm sure getting getting those laurels, you know, now, especially if it performs well at some festivals, I mean, that that'll go probably retroactively. I would think on Amazon. Yeah, no, I think so. I'm, 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 I'm um, we uh, ha- have have a really good distribution company where you know they don't. It, it's a pretty solid deal. We don't pay pay, pay, pay the money. You know, they're they're pretty right. much an aggregator, but you know, they're really good, well in communication. So good. yeah, with with, with each. All that we get, yeah, we'll 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 send it on. We'll update all of our sites and everything like that. Uh, if we get some rolls, but you know, we're trying to get it out to a, a, as many festivals as we can um, without without breaking the bank. But um, you know, just yeah, trying right. to yeah, that's you know, every, <laughs> like even with an, with an indie, it's everything's expensive. Everything costs yes, money, sir, yes, sir. You know, but you know, you 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 have to get your film out there some some way. Otherwise, nobody's gonna know it's it's, it's now out there. Yeah. So just. Trying, trying, trying to fight, uh, fight that battle. You know, I'm, I'm starting locally. You know, with some like local film festivals, so I can build, build some, mm-hmm. some momentum out here, and try, trying, trying try to move out from there. Yeah, and I mean, if I, you know, if I, if I may be so bold, I think that is a, it's a good thing to do for, for your actors and other people in there to get them some, you know, some time locally, so people know who they are, get, to get work locally, and you know, festivals, getting them out in front of people. I mean, we need to get people to see Natasha. PJ, we need we need yeah. people to see. Yeah, no, why, so, why do you think I'm so happy that he was like Natasha? Do you want to shoot this movie? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, and now, like, like whenever Natasha and Alicia they all take off, I'm like, well, at least I had him in that first one. They'll they'll all come back and like, where did they start? We're all coming up together. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Uh, 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 again, like a, a big a big purpose that got. That even got the juices going to shoot anything was wanting to utilize the talent and and, and, yeah. and getting a, a, a platform. You know, um, you know, people see Natasha be goofy and funny all the time. I'm like, yeah, she can act too. You know, she she really act. Right? Yeah. But, um, well, do do you uh, either of you uh, have plans to do something? I mean, this is probably premature considering you're still in this in the push for this and getting people to watch this. You gonna do it again? You want to do it again? You got something in the pipeline, Natasha? You writing and directing now? What's happening? I mean, one day I would love to direct baby yeah. steps. Well, um, 
one of my goals this year is to is to write something that you know maybe one day is a feature. Who knows? Um, Dream but, big. I I, I don't. Yeah. I would never I, stop anyone from dreaming big. Yeah. Good for That'd you. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds like you're you are a, a, a just constantly writing. You got something you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, so we, I, I got, I had a really good birthday week, you know, uh, like, like, I, I, when was your birthday? Was it just this week? This past week? Uh, on the 4th, on the 4th. We fourth. had a surprise. They, they had a surprise party. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Happy birthday, buddy. It was sad, though, because his baby Barry cried, and we didn't think about that when they walked in. No, well, um, but yeah, so, so that, 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 that was great. This movie dropped on, on, on the same week. And I, I won like a pitch competition, you know, for a film and they're going to produce. What? Well, yeah, and I know we're already in the process of our, our next movie. That's uh, amazing. That's incredibly exciting. It's pretty surreal. I had a, a, a pretty surreal few days, uh, after it happened, uh, I've, I like I, I fell I fell upon it. Um, I was like twenty fifth. I was last to pitch. You know, it was, I, was, I was on a Zoom call all weekend. I, I did a virtual pajama party. That was hilarious. I changed out of my sweats to put on pajama bottoms. <laughs> but then they had like a pitch conversation the next day, and they chose three of us, and I was one of the three. And wow. uh, so we have less at, at this point less than a year to use all the services, and so they're. Uh, this one's a horror movie. This one I'm not going to be in. You know, um, I'm going to cameo. It's, it's a horror movie. Um, this is uh, probably one of the only projects that I, I've written that we haven't shot. And so this is something that I wrote maybe five years back in 2015. Uh, and it's gone through like five or six different um, rewrites up until this pitch competition. I was like, I got to get back on that script. And <laughs> so like this last weekend, I spent about four days solid just doing surgery on the script, trying to avoid rewriting it, ended up pretty much rewriting, <laughs> rewriting it. And then, um, uh, I, I sent it. I, I try to overnight it out to Chicago on Friday. I never got there. In fact, since this call, I just got a message from the guy saying, still haven't received scripts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. So, <laughs> I was like, I overnighted it, and they just screwed up. I've been on, on the phone with UPS for the for US. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. The worst thing in the world. Of course, in my mind, I'm like, some you some mailman's like, I've got the ultimate script in my hand. <laughs> 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 you know? We should but, uh, get no service for everything. They've been just in 2020, so yeah, good yeah, yeah. I need a full refund, but no. So I mean, to answer your question, uh, we we are we are already in 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 the early stage. Things like I thought I learned everything with all we got with um as far as like how to do things and how to do it, and then within like a week later, all that was like wiped down the table, like, like washed out the window. I thought, you know, you need to get a, you need to make your movie before you get a distribution deal. And it turns out, no, some people can get distribution before they seen the script. And I was like, that doesn't seem like, that doesn't seem work. And so <laughs> that kind of been happening recently. So it, it's been a whole roller coaster recently. And so, uh, it's, yeah, things, it's just momentum. It's it, like, I, I've been, we've been, I've been doing Screw Up TV alone for 12 years this year uh you know uh and 
you know, it's almost like you almost forget where you were going after. Like, oh, oh, I forgot I was trying to do movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I'll tell you what. That just to me, right there is what you what you just put out right there is you we're working hard, right? Just work yes, hard. Have yes, yourself sir. a goal. Work towards the goal. Keep your head down and do yep. the work. Do the work. Yes, there's sir. no there's no shortcut to any of this. You know, we ah, tell stand up oh. comics all the time. It's like, you know what? Stage time. There's no yeah. cheat. There's no cheat codes. To no. Get you want to I be could, a I, I, thing, right? Yeah, I, I can go back in time right now to my 21 year old self and be like, PJ's going to take another like 12 years. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll do it in two years. Or sure, old man. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh! Well, before we get out of here, I do want to. Uh, how do people, Natasha? How do people find you? Where, where are the uh, socials? You, are you promoting yourself on there? Tell me about it. They can open up their door and yell Natasha, Natasha, Natasha three times, and then I just run up to their door, and then they're nice. there. I'm on Instagram, Natasha and Adams. Um, it's spelled kind of funky, N-A-T-A-S-C-H-A, the Natasha part. It's a little C up in there. All right. Yep. Cool. Natasha N. Adams. N. Adams. N. Adams. You're going to uh, want to follow her, folks. Uh, she's, first of all, very funny, but uh, she's uh, showing her acting chops in, in All We Got. It's fantastic. PJ, tell, where can everybody find you? I mean, obviously, the movie is All We Got on Amazon Prime. Um, tell us about the, you know, the other things that you're doing. How do we follow you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Be sure to check out the movie, guys. All we got Amazon Prime. Uh, review and rate it. Re rate ratings Please. and reviews. They help us out the most. They help. They help the indie guys compete with the other guys. Um, uh, you can you can follow everything about the movie at all we got underscore movie. Uh, you can follow our our sketch comedy troupe at Screw Up TV. Screw up, not screw up. Screw up TV. <laughs> And you can find me at Plymouth Jones at Plymouth Jones uh, on all the <laughs> all the social media. Jones, it's fantastic. I know it's it's um hard, you know, once you've been sort of elbows deep in a project to kind of you know to see the forest for the trees. But but I hope you guys feel good about what you accomplished. Uh, I have a huge amount of admiration for what you've done. And uh, it, it's just it's a it's a really really nice piece of work, and I hope a lot of people hear this and and um, and watch the movie because I really really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I feel the way I, the same way. I want to emphasize that as well. Uh, these are these are local people. Everybody who's listening into Charlotte in the Charlotte region. Uh, the, the very least we can do is support uh, local folks, especially when they're hardworking and they're doing good work. So. Uh, definitely check this out and, and uh, share this podcast and make sure more people hear about the movie. Follow them on their socials. Uh, also, follow Brian Baltashevitz. Get, he, get him some follows on Facebook. Would you, he <laughs> want him to get some love out there. I don't know even how many followers you have, buddy. Uh, well, not but, enough. But, yeah. Not enough. That's right. <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, all right, guys, that is our show. I can't thank you guys enough, PJ and Natasha, for being uh, being a part of the podcast. Uh, it was a really fun conversation, and hopefully it's inspiring to uh, all the other uh, comics, actors, everybody out there to make as many movies and do as many projects and work with these two clowns because they are having <laughs> – they're doing all kinds of stuff right now. Thanks for being on the show. That's the podcast for this week, everybody. I'm Jason Allen King for Brian Baltashevitz. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>